0: Hello there everyone, welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, where we teach you not only how to make money while traveling the world, but we also love to teach you how to learn languages while traveling the world too. And a big part of travel is to learn the local languages of the places you're visiting and traveling too. Uh, for myself, I'm actually from Canada, and in Canada we learn English and French, but most of us in Canada don't speak French very well. I've had the chance to travel quite extensively in Latin America, so I learned some Spanish. I lived in Japan for years, so I learned some Japanese. Now, my latest attempt is to learn some Filipinos, some Tagalog here in the Philippines. The hardest part about learning Tagalog is that uh, you don't really need it because everyone speaks English. So I've been, uh, you know, kind of struggling to learn it, uh, but uh, it's always important to learn the basics, you know, the basics like hello, the thank yous, the good morning, good afternoon, good night, the my name is, etc. So for those of you listening and watching who are interested in the subject of learning languages. But especially in the um, you know, area of learning French, you're in for a treat because I have an amazing French teacher on the show here today. She is the founder of Lucky French, and she's joining us live on location for beautiful Switzerland. Uh, so we're going to be finding out a little bit about tips for learning French. Elizabeth, how are you doing there in beautiful Switzerland today?
1: I'm doing fine. I'm doing really great. Thank you for having me
0: and thank you for being here uh we always love to start the show by getting to know our guests so why did not we get to know you if you want to do a quick introduction and share a little bit more about your background and uh your work and anything else you want to share with our listeners and viewers here today sure
1: yeah sure um well i live in switzerland i've been living in switzerland almost all my all my entire life i'm six years old and um well, I've been abroad for three years in the States and uh, in UK to learn English, but what well, time ago. <laughs> anyway, so this is, um, this is why, uh, I mean, language are important also to learn because uh, it uh, has you to travel around. And um, for me, I've been, uh, I've been teaching almost all my life as well. But uh, for me, teaching is very important. So this is the way I uh, choose this, um, this profession for me, which is more a vocation, vocation than a... a and uh, I, I, um, I teach uh, in uh, Switzerland uh, from, um, from my home. And uh, but before that, I, uh, I've been uh, also working, of course, in private school, in public school, in international schools. And I decided to do something on my own. This is why, and how Lucky like, French is, uh, is born. <clears throat>
0: So uh, in terms of um, uh, Switzerland, I know that there's a few different languages, even though it's one of the smallest countries in Europe, you have multiple languages and multiple dialects in such a small country. Maybe you can explain that for the people watching here. A lot of people might not have gone to Switzerland, and they don't understand that there's multiple areas in Switzerland and multiple languages. Tell us about it.
1: Yeah. Well, this is a very good question, in fact. Yeah, we we are very, uh, very small country and we speak four languages. In fact, the, uh, the, the, the part which is close to uh, we uh, speak French and uh, the part which is close and have the border with uh, Italy, we speak Italian and and, uh, we out of the country to uh, to germany where we speak german but this is swiss german this is not a high uh, german and we have a fourth language which is uh, talked uh, spoken only in very very um, small part of the country which is in the eastern part of uh, cheese uh, we call that homage. and this is a mix between uh, i would say italian and uh, eastern um uh, uh, like uh, romanish and, and and um it would be uh, also a <laughs> mix with uh, German. This is a very weird uh, language, but uh, I guess we are very proud also to have it because we we try to keep it alive, and which is also important because because languages are also on the the root of any country. So this is and this is very interesting.
0: You know, I mean, there are a lot of countries around the world that have multiple languages. Even here in the Philippines, you have like Filipino, Tagalog as like the dominant language. But then you have like in the central area, you have Visayan or Sabuano. And in the south, you have like Mindanao language. And then you have all these languages. But usually, there'll be like one language that is kind of the primary language of the country. So in Switzerland, is there like one language that everyone will speak? And if you go from west to east, south to north, uh, that everyone will be able to speak in that common language?
1: Well, I, I wouldn't say that there is a main a main language because French is a, as important than German. Um, the Italian part of of Switzerland is very small. That's true, uh, but it's it's almost you know left aside, unfortunately. But um, the, the the biggest part is German of Switzerland. The biggest part is German, and um, the middle part is French, and then Italian. But uh, I, w- I wouldn't say that the main language is German. But everybody, that, you know, as we speak, that in Switzerland we speak only German. Uh, but uh, we are on the French on the French part of Switzerland. We are very hard to speak uh, French and to keep it alive because you know we don't we don't. Um, it's well. What I should say is that the uh, the, the German um, part of the of the country they most likely speak also uh, french than us french speaking german um, i don't know but i guess also we are kind of uh, uh, it's you know not too keen to learn german this is a, a hard also a tough language especially uh, swiss german which is not easy to learn and um, yeah the the the, the french speaking the french here in Switzerland are too keen to to, uh, to learn German. Uh, so, but there isn't I wouldn't say that the reason you know a main language. I would say that main languages are French and German, Swiss okay. German.
0: <laughs> yes, yes, Swiss German. You got to make sure that you don't mix it up with the regular German German. Uh, so. Yeah. Because we're talking about Switzerland, before we get into, you know, a deeper dive into French uh, and learning the language, I'd love to learn a little bit about Switzerland from this perspective of tourism and travel, because a lot of the people listening to the show, they love to travel and see different parts of the world. And a lot of people might want to come visit uh, you and just uh, visit the amazing country of Switzerland. Uh, Tell us about what would you say are the major tourist attractions for someone who's visiting Switzerland for the very first time? (laughs)
1: <laughs> there is a lot to see in switzerland even if it's a small country there there is a lot to see but uh, there is all the region by the, the lake of geneva which is uh, nice uh, it depends if you love uh, nature if you like mountains if you like you know to go in in the cities uh, we have all kinds of different uh, we have also chocolate factories uh, of course because chocolate is uh, is a main uh uh, main thing in uh, in our country, um, you can go mountains, you can go hiking everywhere, we, it depends what you like, but you know for the first time it would be to see may, maybe the major cities, Geneva and Lucerne as well, are very nice uh, beautiful cities, uh, otherwise if you like nature, I mean you have mountains, I mean it's endless, <laughs> the possibilities are really endless, nature is really beautiful, Uh, You have gruyere, which is in the French part also of um, of Sweden, uh, where we eat uh, cheese and we have you know, main uh, uh, dishes with uh, cheese and um, well, you have also the Italian part, of course, which is very nice, Locarno, Lugano uh, but the nature, I would say, for um, someone who loves you in the mountains I mean, this is a very very nice country to visit
0: awesome uh, so I'd love to hear a little bit of your background and how you actually got into uh, being a French teacher uh, uh, you know now you're doing it uh, online through Skype uh, but tell us uh, yeah, yeah. when did you first start as a French teacher and what have been your experiences
1: well in fact I, I didn't start uh, to to be a French teacher in fact it came along my Journey in teaching. In fact, I was a class teacher, and and I taught from um, the small ones to to a physical. And then also during my travel and my journey in, in teaching, I, I started to have also private uh, private students for myself aside because I was also uh, a different connection. And I said, well, teaching French is something nice. I love to teach to teach French. This is something that. I, I really uh I really enjoy and have this connection with my students It's different to being in a class um and then uh, this is how I started in fact because um I wanted to do something aside my 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 teaching to have private uh, private students and uh the, the only thing I could uh, I could uh beside my class was uh, to teach French and this is how I became a French teacher and, and then in, in, um, I went to teach in, uh, in an internet school and then here I became really a French teacher because they asked me really to, to, to be their French teacher. So um, this is how I, I became uh, a French uh, teacher. <coughs>
0: Awesome. So I'd love to cover, uh, you know, like, why do you feel it's important to learn French? Like, uh, of course, for us travelers, we love learning. Most of us love learning languages. But why do you feel French is such an important language to learn?
1: Yes, it is. It is. In fact, it's one of the of the um, important also the the it's, uh five or seven most important language to to learn because french is spoken in more 55 countries in the world as well so this is pretty um pretty I mean, and uh, i think one when, when i speak to my uh, to my students i mean they they love the sound of french and they love the this uh, and uh I think it has to start because why do do I want you to learn French? In fact, because I love the sound of it. This is mostly why you learn a language. And then the second way, because it's going to, it's a door opener as well. It uh, allows you to, uh, to... more communication also to with the people you you go in a when you go to a french-speaking country you have more connection you can relate to the person you can be out of of a conversation and uh french is not an easy language it's it's um i would say it's quite a challenge to learn french and um well i really appreciate when people tell me well i i want to learn french because i love this language and i want to know more about it so this i i really appreciate when i have my students really you know having so much fun learning it and uh, uh even if it's a challenge and i'm i'm, I'm very grateful for that really
0: <laughs> so most people know that french is speaking spoken obviously in parts of europe by uh, like um France and Belgium and uh, over there in Switzerland. But tell us about uh, some of the regions in the world that speak French, uh, which areas of the world?
1: Well, you have, you have in fact all the, um, the islands uh, which are part of the, uh, the, French, uh, the French country you have a lot of a lot of um, island where you speak French and uh, of course Belgium um, you have uh, Luxembourg you have uh, other also all the countries in Africa all the um, the, um, yeah you have a lot of uh, of countries in um, uh, I would say uh, mainly um, in Africa in Europe and in Canada of course Quebec and uh, of course the islands. So um, yeah, it's pretty uh, spread out. I was amazed when I knew that, you know, the numbers of countries myself, yeah. we uh, would, we were speaking French. <clears throat>
0: yeah, especially in Africa, because there are a lot of uh, former French colonies there. And of course, even when yes, the French left, uh, absolutely. A yeah. lot. even um, in like parts of Southeast Asia, uh, the French colonized um, that area, like uh, Laos, Cambodia, Vietnam area, there's a French there. And in the South America, yes, there's yes, actually French right, Guyana. Uh, a lot of people don't know um, there's a French part of South America, which is technically uh, a territory of, uh, of France. Uh, and then you mentioned, of course, the Caribbean French islands as well. And then the European ones, like uh, where you are, Switzerland, and then Luxembourg, um, Belgium, et cetera. So definitely in Canada, where I'm from, uh, we all learned it. Uh, most of us <laughs> learned it in uh, um, elementary school, but... The average Canadian, if you try to ask them, they can probably just say bonjour and au revoir and merci beaucoup. But beyond that, like most Canadians don't know it outside of Quebec, Montreal, and maybe some uh, little spots of the French remnants of um, Canada. Uh, So in terms of learning French, uh, what would you say are some of the struggles and challenges and difficulties of French specifically?
1: Well... Uh, The the first is the pronunciation. The pronunciation is because we have sounds uh, which uh, we call uh, diphthongs which are different of course for English speakers or for uh, maybe a Japanese also um, uh, speaker which are really hard to pronounce because uh, um, in fact we have sounds that don't appear in in other languages okay and so they learn how to to make sounds either in the throat or really in the back back of their their um, mouth it's it's pretty this is the first challenge i would say and um after that of course the grammar what the grammar (laughs) nobody loves the grammar or maybe some people do i love the grammar (laughs) But um, the grammar is also um, quite a challenge because you have a lot of rules, but the rules a lot of exceptions as well. So the rules are not always definite. It is like this? No, it's not. In French, it is not. <laughs> you have a rule, but you have all exceptions beside this this uh, this rule. But um, those are, I would say those are two, uh, the, the, the main, yeah, the main challenges. The pronunciation of the words, which is not always uh, easy, but um, I guess this is just um, a matter of um, practice. I mean, this is the only way to, to, uh, to learn it and, and to speak it. But as long as you can make yourself, you know, as clear as possible and understood, this is, this is fine.
0: <laughs> Yes that's the main thing uh, to get your point across and make sure that the listener can Mm -hmm. understand exactly what you're saying. Uh, So tell us about uh, (laughs) your strategy for teaching. So like some people believe in kind of grammar first approach. Some people says uh, you know let's focus on the uh, fluency as opposed to accuracy and talking rather than learning all the grammar. What is your strategy? What have you found works well for your students?
1: for my students, first, I, I, I look with them what they want. This is the first thing. I, I want to go also, I want to teach also in a way they are, they have, they, they want me to want to learn a language. But what for? Do they want just to learn the language to uh to, uh, to go just for traveling or do they want to learn language more in a business way or I mean for the business or um, or just because they, they, they love the language. So it depends, they um, their for infamous is very important to go in this sense as well. And then um, my approach is more in um, uh, first vocabulary, of course, because without the vocabulary, you cannot speak anything. So uh, this is to learn the vocabulary, but in a, in a fun way. And, and uh, of course, uh, uh, with the vocabulary, it's the, the building of the sentence you know uh, and then to, uh, to learn expressions, to learn. Uh, and we go forward like this, very um, easy, but surely. And the grammar, of, of course, I'm, I'm, I would teach the grammar in a sense that my students are happy with because as I said before, no, nobody loves the grammar, but it is important, you can explain one thing and say, okay, I understand because you, you need, when I teach a language, I, I explain to my students, they need to understand the language. It's important to understand why do we say like in this way instead of that way, because every, every word in sentence its and um i think when when you learn a language it's important to to um, understand really the language and so this is uh, this is my strategy in fact to explain um to explain the whys and and then to go of course with the, the vocabulary and then you know i i don't have um really um, a book. I I adapt, in fact, my course um, on my students, on their wishes, what they want to do, and then we go along with this.
0: And that's definitely the best approach, the more personalized approach based on their needs, like if they're doing it for travel, are they doing it for school, are they doing it for business, or do they have a French girlfriend or wife, right? Like it's all, it depends on their needs, right? Because if they're learning for travel, it'll be a lot different than if they're learning for romance, or if they're learning for business, or if they're going to live uh, permanently, maybe they're going to move to a French-speaking country. So definitely... Has to be personalized so outside of the lessons like what do you suggest that people learn like uh, in terms of like at home um like any tools or apps or websites or ways that people can continue learning outside of the lessons themselves
1: yes um what what i wanted to add also is it, um it's important also to learn when you learn a language in fact there are there are three ways to learn. You have the formal way, you have the informal way, and you have what I call the more uh, uh, street way that the, the youngsters, I mean, you know, speaking the street or uh, slang, the kind of language. But I, I teach, for me, it's important, of course, to for the people who learn French to be un- understood and to understand the people they are talking to. And and, and um, this is why I go more into um, an informal way of, uh, of learning the French. Uh, in fact, doesn't mean that they, they won't be under- understood in uh, when they speak if they have already learned French uh, in the book. It's you know, a formal way, you will always be, if you speak in a formal way, you will always be under, understood. But in order to understand the they are to speak with, this is why I teach the informal way also. And um, um, uh, the, what was your question? I'm sorry. I forgot questions. <laughs> uh, like, <clears>
0: example, <throat> like uh, would you recommend they watch movies or some movies? Oh, yeah. Watch? There's right.
1: Some new music yes. Into uh, that. In yes. Absolutely. Uh, and then, um, what for me is important also what I, I my, uh, what I said to my say to my students? Uh, it's to at least if they can uh, watch movie and watch television in French, that would also help them to um, understand and to hear the way we speak and uh to make the ears i mean really um, um kind of um, uh, to to really pick up the 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 pronunciation also of the of the language so uh listening also to um to to uh to songs well this is different, but still listening to music uh in French or old songs because they, it's more there are a lot of um, it's more understandable, I would say, or of course to watch movies as as much as possible um, to read. So once once they start uh, to to learn the language, they can they can also read very easy books for for children, and uh, and of course if they can find someone also to write ever a, a pen mate. This is also a, a great way to uh, to go. Yeah, there are a lot of, uh, of different things, but you, you have to pick up as much as vocabulary as possible because vocabulary is thing. To get this vocabulary, I mean, get yourself, I mean, immersed as possible, you know, as much as possible that you can. In, in um, As I said, be and talking and listening as much as you can. <clears throat>
0: Awesome. So those are some great tips for people who are just starting. So I'd love to hear your advice for people who are maybe more advanced, maybe they're like high intermediate, low advanced, and they're struggling to get to the level of fluency. This is an issue that happens a lot when people are learning language. They feel like they hit a wall. They're like, man, I don't feel I can get to the native level, and I don't feel <laughs> like I can get to advanced. So what are your tips for people who are more yes. advanced in the language?
1: okay for people who are more advanced in the language um depending where they are where well, if they are still living in uh in an english country in their own country uh, to keep up with the language it would it would be to to take maybe courses where they can and work on their on their speaking uh, level and, and skills because um, we can work on articles, we can work on a book, we can work on many things to have a uh, a topic to talk uh, to talk to uh, to talk about. And uh, but yeah, this is conversation. I mean, conversation is so important when you learn a language. Because you can, you can, you know, learn everything in the books, but as long as you you cannot you cannot speak it. So, my level is good. I have I had students with a good level. I mean, written and grammar and and so forth. But when the when it comes to to uh, to make conversation with them, they were just completely stuck, really stuck. So this is why we have absolutely to work on conversation and and to find maybe. Um, a, a student can come with a, with a topic with, that he, he really enjoy to talk about, and this is what I'm going to find with uh, you know what I, I find with uh, my advanced students to really find a, a topic they are interesting about, and then let's talk about it. And see how we can progress.
0: So I think uh, most people are probably learning mainstream French from France, but there's obviously a lot of variations of the French language like in uh, Quebec, a lot of people say, what's the Quebec French? that's not the real French. <laughs> then there's obviously French <laughs> over there in Switzerland, French in Belgium and Luxembourg, uh French in Africa like we talked about, French in uh, you know some of the Asian or uh, uh, caribbean how have, how how have you found the differences like uh uh, between like for example mainland french and swiss french and like quebec french and caribbean french and african french yeah. and
1: yeah yeah i was expecting this question <laughs> because, because some of our students well when you're living in switzerland so is it the same french than in france and i would say of course this is the same it's it's like if you would compare um, UK with the 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 states i mean uh, you in the u s you have a, a certain way of of speaking many you have the vocabulary speaking then in the u k also it's different and it, in, between Switzerland and France and Canada and, and, and elsewhere we have also our way of speaking, but the main language is french and um when we when we um, teach French. In Switzerland, this is this is. The, I mean, this is French. <laughs> there is nothing, uh, nothing else. But what's is what is interesting for my students also when they they are learned with me, being in Switzerland and um, knowing also uh, pretty much also about France. They have both ways and some vocabulary which are pretty close. But we have our expression. I would say. OK, which are um, sometimes different, but uh, really it's the same. Even for, for my students, it would be also a plus to learn also which, you know, the way maybe to say numbers. So the numbers and the way we say here in Switzerland, and then in Belgium, and in Switzerland, it is the same. But with France, it's totally different. So they like, and, you know, my students always say they like to learn both ways because it is also important that they want to be understood here. In, uh, in uh, But uh, it depends. Um, they, they have... I think it, it is a plus because they will know also the custom in Switzerland, custom in, uh, in, uh, in France, and um, but to, to come back to the language, the language mainly the same. <clears throat>
0: Yeah, so uh, in conclusion, our know, last question is, why don't you teach us a French? I think most people know Bonjour or Merci beaucoup or Au revoir, like hello, thank you, goodbye. Why don't you teach us some other words that maybe uh, uh, people uh, don't know and they maybe going to visit France or Switzerland or one of those French countries. Teach us like two or three words.
1: <laughs> okay, so um, what can I tell you? Um, Okay, la Suisse est un magnifique pays. Uh, Switzerland is a beautiful country. La Suisse est un magnifique pays. And um, j'espère que je vous verrai une fois en Suisse. I hope that one day I will see you here in Switzerland and also what what you can what you can learn okay okay what i'm going to teach you instead of uh, saying for instance um um uh, i am i am tired i'm going to say that this is an example of being uh, the formal way uh, of speaking uh, the language and the um, the informal way because you know in Switzerland and also in France we have tendency to to keep bounds so instead of saying maybe um uh, i am tired <laughs> which is just be fatigue, i would say suis fatigue suis fatigue so I'm going to Keep the vowels here, and so this is the way. Also, I'm going to teach my my, my students to to speak really, um, you know, as we speak with our friends and our family. But uh, can, uh, what you can leave is to say, okay, je suis très heureuse d'avoir uh, d'être sur ce. ce um, with avec, donc, avec uh, vous en interview et je suis très contente de pouvoir parler aussi avec uh, avec vous et de pouvoir uh, enseigner à mes étudiants.
0: <coughs> Perfect. Thank you for those uh, quick lesson, the quick uh, one-on-one. So <laughs> If people wanted to connect with you, uh, you have a website. People can uh, sign up for lessons. Uh, How can they do that? What's your website and uh, social media and ways that they can connect to uh, improve their French?
1: Okay. My website is is, uh, luckyfrench.com. And here they can find all the information they need uh, concerning the the lessons, concerning uh, the way I teach, to know also about myself and uh, they can connect anytime they have a link also to to connect with me and uh, I will answer them in the you know within uh, 24 hours I will take contact with them and this is the best way to contact me
0: Perfect. Well, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for sharing a little bit more about Switzerland. I think you've educated a lot of our listeners and viewers about Switzerland, about the geography, about sightseeing, and of course, about the language, uh, uh, French and, uh, you know, all of the the reasons to learn and also some of the challenges and uh, tips. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Merci beaucoup, merci beaucoup, merci beaucoup. Well, thank you.
1: (laughs) Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you. you. I really enjoyed that.
0: (laughs) Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and thanks, everyone, for tuning into to this episode. Definitely a very enlightening one if you are interested in learning languages and especially French. I uh, highly recommend you connect with Elizabeth. I'll have the links below so you can uh, check out her website and connect, and she can be teaching you one-on-one through the power of Skype. Uh, so thanks, everyone, and make sure you connect with us as well. We're at daddyblogger.com, and we'll catch up with you guys in the next episode. Merci beaucoup. Au revoir.